Yeah. Y'all already know what it is. One of the hottest podcasts out right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, we lunge talk about it with laundry and of course she is her i am her it's me it's laundry um and this is our season of you know the sophomore era this is a this is season four yes season four um and this is our third episode coming into the season four which is all based upon um my season of soft girl Last week, or the week before our last episode, um, was becoming emotionally available, and I did tell you guys that I was going to start doing um, reflection questions from um, that I received from last week, from the, the previous episode, just to kind of, um, after someone listened to the podcast, they basically have further questions for me, they have now that job to just go back in critique that episode um and see maybe this is where um I kind of explained it last episode where I may have missed something that I could have talked a little more on based upon the episode so that would just be our icebreaker before we go into the next episode um and they had a total of um hold on what are the questions Give me two seconds. Okay, so the question from the last episode, why is it challenging to assess the um, to assess the emotional availability when first getting to know someone? Um, I think that it is it is challenging because one, if you if you're just getting to know someone. Um, you don't know how they deal with their emotions or how they deal with certain things. So it becomes a challenge um, because you don't want to become completely vulnerable to someone you just meet. And they are—they don't meet you at your emotional um, mature level. Um, so that's why I feel like it's a challenging a challenge to access because a lot of people have emotions um, but don't know they are emotion. They kind of just see it as something else but that's a different conversation for a greater day um the next question was how does childhood trauma play a part and become emotional unavailable I think that it plays a great part and I think that's step one um I simply say that because um I'll say just for me I didn't grow up in a, an emotional environment I grew up around people that Played tough, nothing was bothered them, nothing was wrong. So I didn't know how to, um, emotions were kind of foreign to me. I didn't know how to um, acknowledge my emotions or even point out how I was feeling. Like I couldn't tell 
some people can't tell you if they're sad, angry, or confused. Like they don't know those emotions, how to categorize their emotions. Um, so I think childhood plays a lot of part because you may grow up in a excuse me, you may grow up in a home um, where um, you didn't have a voice and you couldn't express how you feel. So you kind of felt like your feelings were not valid. So you felt like there's a need for you to feel when you can't validate how you feel or be able to express how you feel. And a lot of people don't know how to express how they feel. Um, so I think becoming emotionally available plays a good part in childhood. And also I feel like it plays a good part because um, I think, and I could be wrong, this is just my opinion, I feel like our first heartbreak comes from home. Um, it doesn't come from other people. Um, and I say that for, um, I say that for many reasons. Um, hold on. Our first, yeah, like I said, our first heartbreak did our parents for many reasons where they didn't, um, tell you that you were wrong for how you feel or they didn't validate how you feel or, um, they told you you were soft because you're too emotional. You're always in your feelings if you feel a certain way. Um, so I feel like not everybody, this, this not, this does not, um, this doesn't apply to everyone. It appear it, it applies to some, in my opinion. Um, and I think we'll have a, a, um, episode on that about your parents, your first heartbreak is your parents. Um, and the next question what are some toxic traits that may that may retract a person from being emotionally available? Um, a toxic trait is not communicating. I feel like that's very toxic. Um, I feel like when people start to ghost people, that's a toxic trait. Um, because then you you go to realizing like, well, I open up to this person, um, even just a little bit, and they ghost me or things like that, and they don't you don't really know how they feel, and then you start to blame yourself for their absence. Um, another question: What is a way that you balance your busy life and still remain emotionally available for love? Um, I think. The key word there is balance. Um, balance just doesn't come. You have to weigh it out. Like you don't just get something and it just automatically becomes balanced. Um, you have to pick out, if you put it on the scale, you can't just drop one thing on there because then it's going to outweigh the other side. So you have to evenly just place one thing from this side, from the left side to the right side. Um, it depends on what you're looking at. You may have to put something that was on the right back on the left. And I think that just shows how I weigh balance myself. I do it as a level of priority, a level of priority, as far as as far as what makes me happy, um, or what do I feel like I have to do. Like me being a mother is a no brainer. Um, me having to go to work is a no brainer. Um, me taking care of myself, making sure I'm doing self care, is a no brainer. So those are things that automatic start off on the right side, which is prioritizing outside of that, outside of my titles or outside of my functionality of who I am as a person, I look at what's next for me. Um, and I believe the same, you make time for what you want. Um, so it just basically 
based upon who values my time or who values that I'm giving them attention. And that's what gets my attention. So I think that's how I remain emotionally available throughout my busy life or um, making sure that I'm strategic in who I'm talking to, make sure they're not draining me of my time and making sure they're not talking to me just because they need someone to talk to. Um, There are all things that I look into. Um, The next question uh, or the last question is how do you feel you're growing emotionally? Um, (laughs) Your grass grew up emotionally. Um, I'm able to voice how I feel without, um, I'm able to voice how I feel or something that makes me feel indifferent. Um, Be able to voice that without feeling like, I'm looking for a response or I'm looking for something in return. It's kind of just, I didn't ask you for your explanation. I'm kind of just explaining it. If you choose to explain something, then that's on you. But I've become in tune to my emotions. Like if something makes me feel away, I've become mature enough to voice it and not just shut down. Um, or some, like I said, if something makes me feel different, um, I think that's what's helping me um, become emotionally growing or mature. Um, because I am a person that just, you know, um, like I said in the last episode, I kind of just go with the flow. Don't say much. You know, I feel like if I, I don't have to show you all of it. If I tell you that I'm here or if I tell you that I like you, then you should know that I feel like I shouldn't have to go the extra mile. Um, and those are things that I take into, take into consideration while growing. Um, this week episode, um, I feel like I just wanted to kind of, um, been that this is what episode three, um, and with so much going on, I feel like I just wanted to start by saying this last, um, start by saying this last quarter of 2000 in, um, 2022 has been kicking my backside. I think that I've talked to Sky Daddy a whole lot. Like, it's crazy, but not like in a bad way. But life has just been um, challenging, but good at the same time, because I know that it's just getting me to where I need to go next. Um, So I feel like I just wanted this episode so that way it just happens naturally. Um, It's just that I'm not okay. And when I say I'm not okay, like, um, people look at me on social media and think because I'm always laughing, I'm always joking, they're starting to see me out, socializing more, and they think life is just amazing. Like, oh, I want to be like you. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm putting on a facade to make it seem like my life is perfect because nobody's life is perfect. Um, but for me, I've learned to... I've learned to utter the words, I'm not okay, instead of saying, I'm just fine. Like, no, I'm not okay. My life is in shambles right now. Um, and like I said, it's not like it's been a lot of things like where I'm just suicidal or a lot of crazy things going on. There just have been a lot of challenges that have hit me in life um, that I'm just dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Um, so yeah, I feel like this is all part of, this is probably could be part two of being emotionally available, um, is knowing that I'm not going to always be okay. You're going to face some challenges just because you're on the path of, let's just say healing or you're in the path of growth, that everything is just going to be 
sparkles and shining armor is going to be everything. It's not. I've learned to not be okay. Um, and I have my moments where I feel like I want to break down um, and cry. Sometimes I become to the place where I'm not even venting. I'm dumping because it's like, for me, there is only so much that I can take in. Within this last quarter, I've realized that I've put a lot on my plate. Um, I haven't complained about it, but I've realized that I can't just do it all. I try to do so much, and I can't. Um, and what am I What am I good for if I'm exhausted all the time? I'm mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted, physically exhausted. So I've learned how to... Um, have balance, learn how to not just sit in my feelings, but process them. Like if I'm having a bad day, you know, tell myself it's not fine. You're not okay. Take a break, reset, recharge. Um, And again, that's something that I'm learning because um, like I always say, our people that talk to me know I literally will operate like there is a battery in my back and I just recharge it for a couple hours, just like you recharge a phone. Um, to gain the char- to gain the charge before you leave, um, and I'm learning that. Like, and and this comes from a person that when I say come to my person, I mean for myself. I am um, work is my coping mechanism, um, and though you know grinding and working is good, but overly working yourself is not healthy. Um, and I've realized that over exhausting myself. Um, it's not healthy, um, and it's actually a negative. Um, I could use it in a positive coping mechanism, but I'd actually use it in a negative way because I literally will exhaust my brain, exhaust my body until as soon as I lay down, I'm literally no good to the world because I'm asleep. Um, so yeah, I think on every of them, every area of my life, I've come to realize that I have to be okay with not always being okay. Um, and then I always so happen to find a post that's always related to what I'm thinking about in that moment. Um, and the post says it's from this is cool urban hippie. Um, the the post says um, as we give ourselves permission to be a mess and not have it all together in our healing journey. We must also do our best not to harm the others in that process. And what we do, we must have, we must take ownership in our actions. We are only human, but we're also responsible for our humiliation. Um, and I find that relatable to the season that I'm in. When it comes to, um, when it comes to that, um, I'm a mess. I'm not always a mess, but I do have some messy moments where life is just whether it's family, um, personal issues, finances, I go through those hardships. People think that I don't go through things, and I'm here, I'm going to tell you firsthand, I go through everything everyone else goes through. Um, I may not go through as bad as other people. Like, my life has not been a complete disaster, but I've had some moments where my life has been shambles. Um, so, yeah. Um, I really didn't want to do much talking, um, on this episode. Um, let me see. Let me see. Um, 
moment of silence. <laughs> I'm actually just going through my notes. And I think that um, a lot of people need to learn how, not learn, but a lot of people should have grace for people um, when they don't deal with issues how you would deal with them. Um, it doesn't make it wrong because it's not how you would deal with that. I think that it's like a major thing for me um, that a lot of people don't show me grace because they have me on this high pedestal to think like, oh, I'm motivational. I'm always so positive. So if I post something that's just out of my normal, um, they feel like I'm not handling it the right way. I'm human. Um, please like, please don't dehumanize me. And I've been saying that word fluently. Um, because I realized that I've actually dehumanized myself of trying to make it seem like I can't have no, I'm not okay days. Um, so I'm humanizing myself. And I think in the process of me humanizing myself, I'm becoming a lot softer in places that I would usually feel numb. Like I'm starting to have feelings in areas that I didn't know, that I did not know that I could possibly have. A feeling in. Um, so a lot of places in my, a lot of areas in my life are no longer, no longer, they're no longer numb. They're actually, there's feeling there. Um, so I'm processing that and dealing with that on it because it's kind of like foreign to me now because it's been numb for so long. It's like, wow, I didn't know I can feel this way. Or I didn't know that would bother me. Um, and in the process of me not having those moments, well, I'm not okay. I had to not forget about the person. And when I say not forget about the person, forget about me. Um, because I focus so much on the titles that I have attached to the person, which is me, when it comes to being a mother, when it comes to being an employee, when it comes to being upper management, when it comes to being a business owner, when it comes to being a a daughter, when it comes to being a girlfriend, when it comes to be a friend, I exceed, I try my best to exceed those titles and function in the proper, in the, in a proper capacity of that title that I forget that I am a person. Um, so that's something that I'm also working on. And like I said, those are just areas in my life, in certain areas of my life where I'm becoming human. Like I am not forgetting like, Hey, Elanja, hey, Elanji, you are a person. Despite, remove the title, remove anything that's attached to the person in this moment and take care of yourself. Um, and not saying that I am neglecting myself because I've actually spent the most time with myself. Like I'm always with myself. So I don't neglect myself, but I push myself in moments where I should just be resting myself. Um Let me see. And in these moments where I'm actually learning how to find time to rest or find time to actually dwell in moments that I need to just sit in, I've actually realized that um, you lose your power when you are tired. Like you have to learn how to rest. Rest is so important for me in this season that I make sure if I have 
If I do nothing, I take a nap. If I do nothing, I'm going to go to sleep. I don't care what's due, what I have to do. I am going to go to sleep. I love sleep. Um, because um, I forgot who I heard this from. Um, but um, I think it was, um, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was John Hanna. Um, he said, no. I think it was T.D. Jakes. Exhaustation will make you run from things that you can actually beat. Um, and I think my interpretation of that, when you're exhausted, um, you actually just run from things that you actually can beat or actually run from things that you actually can um, exceed at, but if you're properly rest, you will be able to beat that giant. But in those moments when you're exhausted, you're going to find alternative way to get something done. Um, so that's something that I am actively working on, um, in this software area, learning how to rest and learning how to turn down engagements to say no to certain things because I'm putting myself first. Um, and spending time alone by myself when I'm having those moments and not bringing people into those vulnerable moments that I need to be spending with myself. Whether I'm spending it with myself or I'm spending it with God, I have to have those moments because for those who don't know, I am a extrovert. <laughs> um, so like people drain me if I'm around them too long. So I love being by myself. So that's something. Um, you may see me out socializing a lot, but believe it or not, I go through Every week I go through those shutdowns um, where I'm recharging and then I'm resting because people socializing exhausts me um, to the highest level. Like I literally will be out in public and will just zone out because I'm exhausted from people. Um, so, yeah, that's it. This is, this episode is titled I Am Not Okay. I am not okay and I'm okay with that. Um, that's what we're going to name it. Um, because I don't like to ramble a lot, so that's basically it. Until next time, I will try my best to get you guys an episode for this. For Well, you have one for this week. I'll try to get you one for next week. Um, I don't have much to do on my on my list of doing. Um, I have a pretty chill week. Don't know what's to come. I don't have any already made plans, so I don't know what this week is going to be. But I thank you guys for continuing to support Until next time, I love you guys. Goodbye. Yeah. Y'all already know what it is. One of the hottest podcasts out right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, we lined Solve